Hey, in today's episode of the Naked Mindset Podcast, we have a special, very special training. And this is a training I conducted recently where I went live on Facebook and I taught 35 to 40 minutes on how to kill procrastination and how to stop it from ever reincarnating again. And I'm going to take that episode now and play it for you. It'll be in two parts. And this is part one of how to kill procrastination and make sure it never, ever reincarnates. And I want you to make sure you stick all the way through to the end because I do give a free resource at the end of the training to help you be able to take the learnings from this training and really apply it in your life and use it specifically in your life. So you get access to that free resource, completely free, something I put together for the training. I'm going to give you guys right here, the podcast peeps, going to give you guys access to that training as well. So here is part one of how to kill procrastination and make sure you never, ever reincarnates again. Enjoy. You're listening to the Naked Mindset Podcast. My name is Chris Lianos, and I'm going to help you expose and blow up the unconscious patterns holding you back from success so you can get what you want. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, Facebook family, how you doing? We are live. We are live on Instagram. We are live on Facebook Live. We've got two cameras because this is one of those topics that's really, really important. So I'm going to be talking about killing procrastination. I'm going to be talking about killing procrastination. And thank you for everyone that's coming on, on both Instagram and both on Facebook Live as we do this. Mary, good to see you. Paul, George, good to see you. There's a lovely wife, Eleni. Thanks, sweetheart, for being on. Jeff Lord, Tracy, thank you for coming on. And if you're coming on on Instagram, um, just put a comment in there. I've got it on the site, so I can't really see the camera. I can't see your comments, but I can see the camera, so I'm happy I'm coming across clear for everybody. Chicago, Jeff Lord is in Chicago. Jeff, I want to visit one day, but I hear it's really cold. So we're going to be talking about procrastination tonight, and I wanted to put this training together um, specifically because um, my clients come to me primarily asking around, you know, how do I deal with procrastination? How do I get rid of procrastination? So for those that don't know me, if you're watching this in a replay, if you don't know who I am and what gives me the credibility, the credentials to even talk about this topic, right? Look, my name is Chris Leonos. I'm the author of Finding Zero, a practical guide for manifesting your abundance. Uh, that book was a was a was a labor of love because it combined areas that I really really enjoyed. It combined areas that were very important to me. And those areas were around NLP, neurolinguistic programming. How do I get people to work their brains right to be able to achieve what they want in their life? And also the metaphysical side, which was all about. Um, how the universe works. So I wrote the book and part of me writing the book, I had to get over my own procrastination to write that book. It took me nearly three years to write that book. And in fact, it took me um, nearly 20 months, 18 to 20 months to write half of it. And then the second half just flew by and I had to use some of these principles that I'm going to talk about today. Hey, John, good to see you coming on. Thank you for coming on. So do me a favor, guys. Please share this stream. Please share it. Uh, share it out to your community. Share it out to your peeps because it is really important that, um, that we understand that. So I'm the author of Finding Zero. 
I'm also the creator of the Wizard Arises event and the Wizard Unleashed event. And I work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. I've been doing coaching now for a very long time. And really, the number one thing that people come to me for is how do I stop procrastinating? So I'm going to give you my tips that actually work. Okay, so now what I'm going to say here is that clients pay me thousands of dollars to come and see me one-on-one. -on -one. And when we talk about procrastination, these are the things that I go through with them. So I take them through this process of understanding, you know, why it's important that we need to kill procrastination, what it actually is, and then how do you actually do it. I'm going to take you through those three processes, the why, the what, and the how. And if you stick around to the end, I'm going to give you a special opportunity to, to get a report, a free report that I've put together that you can use to help you go forward. It's completely free, no charge. I'm going to give it to you for free. I'm going to tell you how to get that at the end of this training. So how long is this going to go for? Well, I'm going to estimate it's going to go for 15, 20 minutes. Um, I don't want to keep you here for hours. I want to give you what you need so that you can go and apply it in your own life. So do me a favor. If you're watching on Facebook Live, can you just give me a thumbs up or a comment that you can hear me okay? Um, on Instagram, just give me a thumbs up or a comment that you can hear me okay there as well. That'll be great. Good. Okay, so it looks like everyone can hear me. Excellent. Thank you, Tony. All right, excellent. Here we go. All right, so why do we need to kill procrastination? So I've got some notes that I want to take you through to make sure that you get the exact things that you need to hear. So why do we need to kill procrastination? I use the word kill intentionally because procrastination is your enemy. Right? It is what is holding you back. So why do we need to do Well, Procrastination is going to steal your success. Start with, it's going to steal your success because we know that the only way we're going to achieve success in our life is by taking action, by doing things. And procrastination is exactly the opposite to that, right? It's not doing things. It's not taking action. It's putting things off. So it's going to steal your success. It's going to slow you down. It's going to slow you down. So where you feel you should be moving faster, Procrastination slows you down, right? It makes everything slower. It takes time out of your day because when you think you have all this time and you procrastinate, you don't take action, all of a sudden you're wondering what happened to this day. The day has gone and I've achieved nothing. It slows you down between where you are and where you need to get to. One of the big things is it increases self-doubt. So think about it. When you are procrastinating, and, and everyone's done the behavior of procrastination, there is nobody on the planet that has not. When you are procrastinating, you start to feel doubtful of your own abilities. So next time you set a goal, your unconscious mind, the part of you that's underneath the surface says, hey, Chris, hey, John, hey, Sue, hey, Mary, do you really think you're going to do it this time? Do you really think you're going to do it this time? So it increases that self-doubt, that single question, do you actually think this time will be different, adds self-doubt into the equation. And when you add self-doubt into the equation, you take less action, right? So it increases fear, right? What if I set a goal and I can't achieve it? What if this happens? And the crazy thing with the word what if, that question, what if, is actually the trigger for anxiety. So the word what if is the trigger for anxiety. So what we find is that procrastination not only increases fear, it also increases anxiety. 
Because we don't move closer to our goals, we move further away from our goals. We have more time between ourselves where we are now and where we need to get to. So we have more anxiety around what happens if I can't. What if? What if? Right? Now, the other thing is uh, procrastination is directly linked to regret. Right? So when, when we ask people who have achieved goals, you know, what do you really value about that achievement, they will usually say things like, well, I, I was really... Uh, I was really comfortable with myself and respectful of myself and really believed in myself that I could actually make something happen, that I could do something. But when we ask people that haven't achieved their goals, and I've asked, you know, I've interviewed lots of people to find out what is, are the keys of achieving versus not achieving. So when we ask people that have not achieved their goals why they haven't or what they, they feel about that, they say, well, I regret not taking action. I regret not giving myself a go. I regret not putting my foot into the ocean, not diving head in. I regret. And see, procrastination breeds regret, right? It's important to know that. It also, I like this one, procrastination increases binging, right? So when we procrastinate, we tend to do something else, right? We know we need to make the bed, but we end up doing something else. Now, what do we binge on? We binge on eating. We binge on drinking. We binge on watching Netflix or TV or some other version of entertainment. Uh, we binge on things that aren't good for us. And sometimes we even binge on things that are good for us, like we binge on going to the gym. Right? We say, well, I'm going to the gym. I'm taking care of myself. I'm really, really focusing. And the truth is, yeah, that's all great, but it is binging still, right? And that binging is taking us away from the things that we need to do to actually achieve a goal. And we self-justify. Well, I binged on doing something really good about myself for myself today. Therefore, it's okay that I didn't sit down to write the chapter in my book. It's okay that I didn't sit down to work on the things that were important to me. It's okay that I didn't spend time in my relationship. It's okay. We do this self-justification. And that's because we're binging on something really good, but we, we also binge on things that aren't good for us. But they give us that immediate gratification, don't they? Right? One, of the we, one of the things with procrastination is that we procrastinate on something we know we have to do, and then to make us feel better, we binge on something that makes us feel good right now so we don't have to feel bad about not having done that thing. So it increases binging. Now, it also increases self-criticism. Self-criticism, right? The most important type of criticism that you need to be aware of is self-criticism. Because when you know that you're procrastinating, all right, and I'll get to some of the words that we use about it, but when you know that you're procrastinating, you feel bad. I know I should have done that. I know I should have done that. It would have been good if I'd followed through in my commitments to myself. Right? We start self Criticizing adds self-doubt, makes us feel worse. We procrastinate more. It becomes a loop. But it's interesting that it also creates criticism from others. All right? Hey, Chris, you said you were going to take out the rubbish, but you didn't do it. Oh, yeah, I didn't do it. I'll do it tomorrow. But the person now goes, well, you know what? Chris says he's going to do something. Maybe he won't. So it adds doubt into the equation. And if you look at your own life, you'll see this playing out. Not only is it self-criticism, but then we have the additional stress of other people criticizing us. And no matter how much we say that we shouldn't listen to other people's opinions, the reality is that we do. 
And that's the truth. That's the world we live in, right? We listen to other people's opinions and that sometimes reinforces negative opinions about ourselves. So procrastination is very damaging. Damages relationships. It makes you feel like you can't do something. You, you think, what's the point? What's the point of it all? If I, if I can't write the chapter in the book and I've been thinking of writing this book for the last five years, what's the point? I might as well just quit. What's, all that's happening is that the procrastination is taking, well, it's almost like an avalanche. It takes control and then it makes us use self-excuses. Well, I'm procrastinating because I'm too old. I'm procrastinating because I'm too young. I don't have enough contacts. I don't have enough money. I don't know what I need to do. All these things are why we must kill procrastination because all those things are negatives. Procrastination does all of this and this is the most important thing. Please pay attention to this. Procrastination makes this seem normal. Makes this seem normal, right? And when you feel like it's normal, you're just like everybody else. So it doesn't feel like you're doing anything really unusual. Well, everybody procrastinates. Everyone's a procrastinator. So let's not, you know, I don't have to invest so much energy into trying to resolve it because I'm just like everybody else. If I'm just like everybody else, I can feel part of the community, right? So what we need to identify is, well, here's all the reasons why we need to kill it. Let's find out what we actually need to do. So do we need to kill procrastination? So here's the three things that clients pay me to find out around themselves and around procrastination. And I'm going to give you three very important aspects. So make sure you have a pen to write this down. Because these are very, very key things for you to recognize around procrastination. So the very first one, point number one, is you need to recognize that procrastination is a force of nature. Procrastination is a force of nature. It's not you. It's a force of nature. It's built into your survival matrix, right? You were born to procrastinate. Right now, here's why it might sound odd for me to say that, but you were born to procrastinate, and here's why because your brain is not wired to make you happy. Shock, horror, right? Your brain is not wired to make you happy, it's not wired to make you successful. Right? It's just not wired to do that. What your brain is wired to do since you were born, since the days of the caveman, are to keep you safe. Right now, to keep you safe means you've got to do the things that your body, your brain identifies as safe. These are the things that I know if you do these, it's safe. Nothing's really going to happen to you. So procrastination is almost a defense mechanism. It's a force of nature. It's part of who you are to keep you safe. Right? And if you recognize that, then you go, well, hang on a second. If I'm procrastinating, this is where the questioning comes in. If I'm procrastinating, how is that actually helping me? Now, most people believe that procrastination is actually outside of their control. Interesting fact. Most people believe that procrastination is outside of their control. I'm procrastinating because. The word because puts it outside of you. I'm procrastinating because something else is more important. I'm procrastinating because something else is more urgent. I'm procrastinating because I have more time to do it later. It's always outside of you. Nobody says, I choose to procrastinate. 
right? No one actually says, not a single one of my clients has ever said, hey, Chris, I'd like to see you because I choose to procrastinate and I'd like to not make that choice, right? What they say is I'm procrastinating and I want to do something different. So it's always outside of them. And here's the thing. Most people also personalize procrastination. They say, I am a procrastinator. Well, here's the truth. Procrastination is a force. It is not you. You do not procrastinate. You have behaviors that you procrastinate on. You do not procrastinate on all things. Right? When people say, I am a procrastinator, that is not true. You procrastinate on some things, not on all things. And here's the one I use, right? When I, when I run the event, my Wizard Arises event, I often say to people, uh, so who's a procrastinator, right? And then some people put up a hand and I say, well, who procrastinated in putting up your hand? And the other ones put up their hand. And so it's, it's interesting, right? So everybody identifies as a procrastinator to some degree. And then I ask, well, does everyone believe you're a procrastinator? And most people leave their hand up. And I ask them this question. So do you procrastinate when you need to go to the bathroom? Or do you go? Oh, no, I go, Chris. I don't, I don't stay. That would be... Not good, right? I go. So interestingly, that the term I'm a procrastinator is global, right? That means that it would have to be on all things. But once you start identifying that there are many things you actually don't procrastinate on, you, I, I, I would imagine you don't procrastinate when you're thirsty. You don't procrastinate when you're hungry. You don't procrastinate when you need to go to the bathroom. You don't procrastinate if you need to go to the doctor because you're not feeling well. You don't procrastinate for a whole range of things, right? When you need to go to work, you probably don't procrastinate going to work. You, you, these are all important things to recognize that if you're not procrastinating on those things, that by definition means you are not a procrastinator. All it means is that you are procrastinating on specific things. So recognize that procrastination is a force of nature. It's part of who you are and you are wired to be safe, not happy, not successful, and that you are having moments or behaviors where you procrastinate. So number two is procrastination feeds on past experiences. This is so important. Every time, every time you have procrastinated in the past, you know it, and procrastination uses that as proof that you're a procrastinator now. So you, every time you go, well, I'm going to do something and then you don't, your mind goes, well, see, you procrastinated here and you procrastinated on this event in the past and this event in the past and this event in the past and this event in the past. So that makes this one totally okay. It's okay because it's your identity. It's who you are. And here's the proof. You've got all these times in the past where you have procrastinated. And the problem is that the more you reinforce the identity of being a procrastinator, the more you feel you need to link to that identity the more you feel you need to follow through and behave that way because the human being the human being its number one thing is it must it must at all points live up to the identity that it has of itself so if you have an identity as a procrastinator or you believe that because you look in your past and say here's all the reasons or here's all the times that i've procrastinated then by definition, you make that an identity. If you make an identity, you have to follow through and continue to do that. It's interesting how we program things into our minds using our own history. 
So you can't refute the past, right? You can't refute it. You can't say, well, I, I, it didn't happen because you know it did. So if you can't refute it, it's very easy for procrastination to use it as force right now to say, well, you did it before, then you must obviously keep on doing it now. And we repeat that. Now, every time you procrastinate, it gets bigger, right? There's more action. There's more proof, right? Here's another reason, right? So every single time, right? No matter how small the instance, this is critical. Every single time, no matter how small the instance, if you say you're going to do something and you don't, even if it's as small as I'm going to brush my teeth tonight and you don't do that, what you do is you add fuel to procrastination. You add fuel to self-doubt because every time you break a commitment to yourself, even if it's the tiniest commitment in the world, like I have a, I have a post-it note here, right? I have a post-it note. If I made a commitment to myself to fold that in half and I did not fold it in half, my unconscious mind hears, you don't follow through on your commitments. So I need to fold it in half right now so my unconscious mind knows what I say goes. Hey, thanks for listening to episode one of the Kill Procrastination podcast episode. And this was, of course, part of the training that I did on Facebook Live recently. So episode two, the second half of the training, will be the very next episode on the podcast. So stay tuned to that and I'll talk to you real soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the Naked Mindset Podcast. If you got value from today's episode, share it with your tribe. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.